Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's a Fish Fry Friday. I'm going to give you my best and worst of the week. I'm also going to crown a brand new Richard of the Week and also do a featured story of the Babylon Bee. So let's get started right here on Critical Thinking. So Andrew Coppins is still out. He will be back approximately on April the 10th. Um, He should be back here uh, running the show as usual. Um, Until then, I, Pat Oney, will be filling in for him. Um, he's on a much needed and well-deserved vacation. Uh, until then, you can follow him over at the Coppins Show on all the social media channels, except for Instagram. I believe it's just a critical thinking show over there. And then uh, for me, you can follow me at the Padoni Show as well. Folks, I'm going to be honest with you uh, about this particular show. I'm I'm a little I'm a little fired up. But at the same time, I I don't want to lose my cool. I don't want to get angry because I, I, I don't know that that's appropriate here. This week has been truly demonic, to say the least. The level of depravity of which we have seen, whether it be in the news, in politics, from those supposedly leading our country, we are on the road to hitting a critical mass. And because of that, I'll be honest with you. I I could see this being one of our shortest shows ever because really my worst take has to do with the response of the White House 
this week and some of the things that he has done in the wake of the Nashville Christian School shooting. But we are we are headed towards this critical mass. And it would seem that Joe Biden and his ilk are just continuing to go full demonic. It's one of those weeks where you just kind of sit back and say, hell is empty for all the demons are here. How, how does anyone respond to that? In truth, I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to do the best that I can. Because I, I really do not recognize my country anymore. I don't even recognize our culture anymore. I mean, we used to live in such a time where people could do pretty much whatever they wanted, live whatever life they wanted. Yes, they may have detractors and people that disagree with them, people that hate them, but who doesn't? Who doesn't? But in general, I'm not sure that we live in that country anymore. We live in a country where we have to subscribe to a certain ideology. An ideology that is ultimately dictated by a corrupt culture. Because government is always downwind of culture and it will follow suit. What is happening in our government right now, what we see going on and the decisions being made, is a result of our culture. I've said it many times. I've talked a lot about our culture this week um, since Andrew's been out. In fact, really, all three of the shows that I've done solo this week have been about culture. In, in, in some respect. We had a massive tragedy at the beginning of this week in Nashville. Andrew and I talked a lot about that on Tuesday when he was here. I've talked about it since then. We've seen some pretty incredible stuff coming out of the Biden administration. To say, and that's putting it lightly. Uh, We've seen incredible things coming out of our media. And again, I think that's putting it lightly. And we've seen all sorts of different takes from guns to transgenderism to what have you. It has been all over the place. But my worst take, and I'm just going to get right into this, comes from Joe Biden. Because he decided to do or come out and say this earlier today in regards to this month or, or what happened earlier this week. To everyone celebrating Transgender Day of Visibility, I want you to know that your president sees you. Jill, Kamala, Doug, our entire administration sees you for who you are made in the image of God and deserving of dignity, respect, and support. But we know it's hard when there are those out there who don't see you and don't respect you. For example, the onslaught of anti-transgender state laws, 
attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere, simply everywhere. Joe Biden, to give you context of what's going on in this statement here, um, has declared March 31st as Transgender Day of Visibility. And he said that transgender people deserve love, dignity, and respect. Okay. I'm just going to stop right there for just a second because of, of all the things that he said, that might be the one thing I might on some level agree with. But I would also revise it to say all people generally deserve love, dignity, and respect. But they also deserve to be told the truth. They also deserve to be called out when they're doing something wrong. And this is not just anybody in, in particular. This is people in general. This, this includes me in that. We deserve to have people that don't agree with us. That will dissent from our opinions. That will... Call us on our bullshit, respectively. So that we might learn, that we might critically think, that we might, I don't know, learn how to understand each other. But the Biden administration, and this is what really gets me a little hot under the collar with this. He's declaring this day just days after a shooting that involved a female who claimed, who thought she was a man attacking a Christian school, killing children. Children. These families haven't even had time to mourn or bury their kids. This is demonic. This is disgusting. I'm, I'm less concerned about the proclamation in the day of itself as I am about the timing. This was poor, poor timing. Furthermore, what has the White House had to say about the shooting? It hasn't even really been anything of substance. I mean, Joe Biden made jokes about ice cream on the day that it happened. He hasn't really, no one's really made a comment about the Christian school from this administration. It's all been about transgenderism this week. He's made several statements in being pro-transgender throughout this week. I don't think that that's a coincidence. And when I say it's poor timing, for you and me who are, who are paying attention, who actually have some kind of 
morals and values in this life, yeah, it is poor timing. But for them, this is perfect timing. It's perfect timing to continue to push their demonic agenda, to shove this kind of crap down your throat. In that, in that statement, he actually goes on to say to, to parents that uh, it's, it's one of the best things you can do if you have transgender children is to affirm their gender. Well, yes, affirm the gender that they were actually born with. You're right. I, I, would, I would say that that is correct. That they, whatever gender they were born with, and excuse me, whatever sex they were born with, because gender is just language. As Andrew would have pointed out by now if he were here. Gender is just language. Reaffirming their sex, helping them understand you are a boy or you are a girl. There are only two. You don't get to pick and choose. And help them embrace that side of themselves. Help them embrace who they are. Help them figure out as they go through adolescence and puberty and that confusing time in their life helping them understand how to navigate certain emotions how to help them through their feelings how to help them understand themselves help them figure out who they are i've been through it andrew's been through it we know what time what kind of uh, uh crazy time that is in every kid's life and being confused and feeling things for the first time and how to control those things, how to understand them. That's the best thing that parents can do. Be a part of your kid's life. Be aware of what's going on in their life. Be aware of the changes that there are, that is going on in their life. Help them navigate it. Show them the way. Step up and be a parent. That's your number one, number one full-time job. Everything else. Everything else outside of your family, your marriage, and your children is secondary. But yet, they want you to reaffirm your kid's mental illness. And then not, not to mention that Build-A-Bear, by the way, if you if you saw this earlier this week, Build-A-Bear comes out with the whole... Uh, drag bear um the, the, the drag queen bear it just no Mm-mm. this is um this is grooming really on on multiple levels you know it, think back to a time in your life if you think if you think i'm wrong on this th- think back to a time in your life when you were a kid and you wanted something from your parents that at the time you thought was cool, but your parents said no for one reason or another. And then you look back as an adult and be like, yeah, that was pretty dumb. That was pretty stupid. I'm glad they told me no. I'm, I'm glad that they loved me enough to tell me no. What we're seeing in, in, our, in our culture right now in, in terms of this, and in, in, in terms of this whole transgender movement, a lot of it is a fad. 
a lot of it are kids trying to figure out a way to be socially accepted and to stand out and to gain some kind of popularity. For some, it's also a real mental illness. They really do feel this way. They really do think this way. I have a wife that, that suffers from depression. To, to, to put this into terms, hopefully, that everyone will understand. When my wife is having those sad moments, she always says, you know, I feel like it, whatever the situation is, is a certain way. When in reality, it's not that way at all. And I have to remind her as her husband, no, that's not what's happening here. It's the same thing with with parents and their kids. Explaining to them what's really happening, being a part of that your life. This is this is all of what we're seeing is coming from a, of the lack of telling your children no. It's a lack of a lot of it is a lack of parenting. A lot of it is a lack of not just telling your kids no either. A lot of it is not getting them the proper help that they need. Because I get it. There's going to be things that your kids go through that that everyone is going to feel powerless from time to time and, and feel like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know how to help my child. I need to find someone that can, a professional that can. I understand that. My parents did it for me for for lots of different things whether it be my cerebral palsy or uh, i mean when my parents got divorced you know they, they put me through counseling because they couldn't figure out how to communicate with me and help me understand and help me navigate through those feelings and the all the changes that were going on in my life at that point they did that I also have, like I said, I have cerebral palsy. There were times where my parents had to take me to very special doctors to get me the help that I needed so that I could physically develop the way that I needed to. So that I could function the way that I needed to. And so that I would hopefully, hopefully wouldn't injure myself later. They did that throughout my childhood. But this is demonic stuff, folks. This is why this is my worst take of the week. This, this, is, this is less to do about transgenderism than it is about, well, first of all, what happened in Nashville. This coming in the wake of what happened in Nashville. Um, and this is, this is not about what they want you to think it's about. This is about our culture. This is about something very demonic going on in our culture. And, and I just, I hope that we can all do something about it. Because as Benjamin Franklin said, we must all hang together. Or for sure, we will all hang separately. And the way that our culture is going, 
we going to be hanging separately? So that is my worst take of the week. That is just, it's absolutely demonic stuff. Um, before I continue, though, with my uh, Richard of the Week nominees and also my best take of the week, which really, I'm just going to preface this now. The, the best take I have this week isn't really so much a take as it is a story because, honestly, with everything that happened this week from Trump's indictment to um, the, the whole Nashville thing and then the response to the whole Nashville shooting, it was really hard to find something that was truly a best take, if I'm being honest. So I just found a really cool story instead, and I'm going to do that instead of just a best take because I, I really do think it's a pretty cool story. But we'll get to that here towards the end of the show. Um, and I do want to do the uh, featured uh, Babylon Bee article for the day. And, <clears throat> well, before I do, I should also tell you about coffeebrandcoffee.com. If you haven't gone there yet, you should. I know it's the weekend and everything, um, but everyone still likes their morning pick-me-ups. Um, sometimes people like their coffee throughout the day. Um, if you're not a coffee drinker and you're still living in a fairly cold area like me right now where it's still snowing some of the time and you want some hot chocolate, they've got that too, and that's great stuff. Um, all you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com and use the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout. This is a company that will not insult you. This is a company that will that, that just doesn't care about what you believe in. They just care about earning your business, making you a good product. Stuff that is freshly freshly roasted, freshly packaged, and shipped right to your door. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout, and get 5% off your purchase today. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code Critical Thinking at checkout, and get 5% off your purchase today. Okay. Here is today's Babylon Bee featured headline. Pelosi, we have to convict Trump on charges to find out what is in them. Pelosi, we have to convict Trump on the charges to find out what is in them. Democrat Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi is calling for a quick conviction of Trump so that we can all see what he's being charged with. Just like we do with our spending bills, we should convict Donald Trump of these charges right away so that we can see what's in them, said Pelosi. Trump has many pages of charges that are probably horrible and we just don't have the time to read them all. Doing it this way is much more efficient. Pelosi's statement was then interrupted by her teeth getting stuck in an ice cream bar as she was that or she was eating. <clears throat> Sources speculate that the list of charges against Trump includes paying hush money to a stripper, colluding with Russia to overthrow the United States government, and usher in a thousand years of darkness and being really yucky and Trump-like. We don't need a list of charges to know that Trump is guilty of being Trump, said Pelosi. Let's get this over with already. At publishing time, the Manhattan DA had announced 3,000 additional pages of charges were brought again, brought in at 1 a.m. in the morning. That is some brilliant, brilliant satire there, um, making references back to um, when they passed Obamacare. Well, we have to pass it to find out what's in it, um, from when she said that. Um, and then the, uh, you know, the, the, the votes coming in the middle of the night, that they just suddenly found all these new pages for the uh, for charges against Donald Trump. That, that was brilliant, brilliant stuff there. Brilliant. Well done, Babylon B. 
Well done. Okay, so uh, before I get into my best take, I'm going to do a uh, our, our Richard of the Week, as we usually do. Um, and since Andrew is not out, again, we're not doing um, any Rumble um, videos as of right now. It's just all going to be audio only, um, so be aware of that. Um, I don't have all the cool sound effects. My my The mixer I use um, isn't quite as good as... Um, Andrews, but you know, this is, this is the result of when you do this for free and you are working on a budget. So, you know, that's the equipment I have. And so that's, that's why we are where we are. And that's why I'm doing it the way that I'm doing it, because I'm really truly only set up to do audio only at this time. And this is how it's done. So, um, I don't have all the audio file. If I did, I would I would play the the cool music and everything. But we had, I don't have the visuals and stuff for it, um, since we're not doing the uh, the rumble side of things. So I apologize for that. We will get back to normal when Andrew is back in town, or should I say when he's back home? Because we don't live anywhere close to each other. I'm in Utah and he's in Chicago. So yeah. Anyway, our Richard of the Week nominees are. Well, you already know one of them, and at least you should know one of them, and that is Joseph Marinette Biden um, declaring the uh, transgender day uh, thing in the same week as the whole Nashville shooting. And then to be very clear on that, uh, it is the transgender day of visibility, as he calls it. Then we have Corinne Jean-Pierre, or excuse me, cringe Jean-Pierre, for trying to blame... Republicans for not taking enough action to give us more gun laws so that we could prevent things like what happened in Nashville because it's somehow the Republicans' fault all of a sudden. Uh, we also have Sonny Host, and this is, has nothing to do with anything um, in related to Nashville. This is probably the only one that's not related to the whole Nashville thing that happened earlier this week. Um, she has... No issue with China keeping Muslims in concentration camps. In fact, here is uh, what she had to say about it. And so as a woman of color with a six foot two black kid in college and a five foot seven, five foot eight black kid in high school, I don't see that part of American exceptionalism. I'm sorry. I think this country has a lot of problems that could be solved. Yes, maybe they're putting uh, Muslims in jail in Afghanistan, I think you mentioned. And China. China, They're putting a lot of more black people in jail here. But can I ask? And so as a woman of color. Yeah, because that's the same thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure what they're doing in China is wrong. Um, But uh, it. Black people being in jail here isn't a result necessarily of them being black. It's a result of them actually committing a crime. Just like, you know, any typical white person as well. They're in jail because they committed a crime. They've been charged with something. You know, they're, that, that is why. They've committed something wrong in society. They are paying their debt to society because they did something very wrong. Has really nothing to do with skin color at this point. But I digress. And then finally, we also have Benjamin Ryan. And we actually talked a little bit about Benjamin Ryan earlier this week. If you go back, I believe it's on Tuesday's episode um, when we play Truth or Fiction. Uh, in fact, it was before, just before I think we play Truth or Fiction on, on Tuesday. 
Um, and uh, Benjamin Ryan is the um, NBC news reporter that, that blamed Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh for the trans person shooting up the Nashville school. Because as if it's somehow their fault for, for trying to protect our children in schools and making sure that they are protected from this demonic culture in which we live in. But if you've paid attention to the show, I think you already know who my winner is going to be. And that is Joseph Marionette Biden, because holy crap, man, why would you ever make a proclamation declaring today as the transgender day of visibility in the wake of what happened in Nashville, when these parents haven't even buried their kids yet, haven't had time to mourn their kids yet, and is coming from a female who claimed to be a transgender man shooter. Why would you do that? So he is my Richard of the week. That is just absolutely incredibly stupid of this administration. And they are an absolute, absolute joke. Before I close out though, and before I let you guys get to your weekend, um, I do want to give you my, my best take and which I said is going to be my best story of the week because it was really hard to actually find a best take with everything that's going on. And I wanted to do something a little different, frankly, and I wanted to do something that was a little bit lighter, something that was a little bit cooler. Um, and, and just get away from the, the issues of this week, because this was an awful, awful week to say the least. Um, this one comes from not and, uh, for those that don't follow not to be, it is, uh, the sister website to the Babylon B except everything that the not to be does is real news. Um, it, uh, the headline is, Oh, look. Another scientific discovery that shows the Bible was right all along. One of the core arguments against the historicity of the Bible and the flood account in Genesis by scientists has been that a global flood is impossible because there simply is not enough water on earth to flood the entire thing. This despite the fact that evidence accepted from secular scientists that there was clearly a global cataclysm at some point in Earth's recent history. But where did the water come from? In Genesis chapter 7, this is what the Bible says. In the 600th year of Noah's life, the second month on the 17th day of the month, on that all the fountains of the great deep deep burst forth and windows of the heavens were opened. The fountains of the great deep burst forth. What is that referring to? Well, here's the story for you. It's going it's going viral because none other than Joe Rogan, by the way, who couldn't sleep apparently last night um, after discovering this. Joe Rogan said, uh, me, man, it's after 2 a.m. I should probably get some sleep article. Did you know that there's an absolutely massive supply of water hidden underneath the Earth's crust that's three times bigger than the oceans that sit on the surface. Me, no. I did not know that. And now that, that I'm all interested in, <clears throat> and now that's all I'm interested in. Um, F sleep, this, this is, it's rabbit hole time. If I could read for Pete's sakes. 
Uh, <clears throat> okay, and then uh, I have I have to point out that this discovery was made in 2014, but this article from this is this week. Well, most of you didn't know this. That's why you're reading this, right? Sadly, these things don't usually make it outside certain circles because they usually don't only appeal to ultra trends or theology geeks. But here's the deets. A massive ocean with more water than the entire surface of the Earth has been found in the, inside the Earth's crust close to the core, a.k.a. the fountains of the deep. There's a layer of the Earth ring woodite that is a type of rock that is holding tons of H2O, but it's not solid. Uh, it's not a solid liquid or gas form. It's uh, some fourth molecular being trapped in the rock. The ring woodite is a sponge uh, soaking up water. There is something very special about the crystal structure of woodite that allows it to attract hydrogen and trap water. Uh, the mineral can contain a lot of water under conditions of deep, of the deep mantle. So the water exists. Don't let them tell you that there's not enough water for a global flood. Um, that is, by the way, folks, pretty freaking incredible. Uh, and by the way, research found that the, the ring woodite can contain up to 1.5% water. Ring one under the surface, uh, just one percent of water in its molecular buildup would mean that it holds three times more water than all the oceans on the Earth's surface. Three times more water on, on the oceans. Earth is already covered in seventy percent in water. Now multiply that by three times. That's pretty freaking incredible. And it's pretty, it's always incredible to me when you find a story where science is proving something that is biblical. In a time where we live in a very demonic age, having things that are seemingly testaments, witnesses of the Bible, that's pretty incredible stuff, folks. I would even dare say miraculous, but that's going to do it for me today. Um, hopefully you enjoyed today's show. Yes. It's a little bit shorter because frankly, Andrew's not here. Normally we do each other's uh, best and worst takes of the week as well. So a little bit shorter today than usual. And frankly, I think we've all just kind of had enough anyway, right? I know I have, um, especially with the way that this week has gone. I will be back next week, um, so you'll be able to tune in here. Again, it'll be all audio only. Um, Andrew will be back, I believe, on April 10th, um, so um, he will be back uh, not next week, but the following week after. So um, I will still be here. Until then, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. Have a great weekend, everybody. 
and 365-day returns.